Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly bonus spin-off edition of Loose Units. Now, Dad, a couple of weeks back, actually, you know what, about one week ago, Tegan was on the project doing the whip. Um, which you you saw, right? You and mum watched this. Mm, yep. Yeah. And she was doing it from the uh, basically the penguin sanctuary up at uh, Phillip Island. Mm. And we were there and we got to watch the penguin parade at the visitor center. And we got to sit there on the beach and watch, you know, thousands of little penguins kind of toddle past. And it was unbelievably cute. And then she heads up to the to this interactive display, does a live cross on Channel 10 News. And that was exciting. And as we're leaving... Uh, we got talking to one of the managers and she was telling us that, because we were basically saying, look, okay, what happens to a place like this, the Penguin Sanctuary, when you don't get tourism during lockdown? Like, how do you actually kind of keep the doors open? And she said, well, one of the things they did uh, as a thank you afterwards was um, basically police officers, firefighters, SES members, and medical and health workers can get in for free mm. as a kind of, as like a as a thank you to people in the emergency services and mm. i promised her that i would give that a plug on the show so basically if first of all penguins really cute secondly it's up at phillip island it's an amazing attraction and so if you're a police officer a firefighter uh in the SES, uh if you're a medical or health worker you can go to penguins.org.au and you can use the promo code first responders that's two words capital f capital r so that's first responders or you can email bookings at penguins.org.au to get a free ticket. So you take your ID after you've um, sent in this message to them and you can see the penguins for free. Uh, because obviously Phillip Island and areas like that were, you know, have been affected by, you know, um, I mean, there's lots of locals up there who fought the bushfires in Victoria and who keep working in the front lines during the pandemic. And they just wanted to say thank you by giving some free tickets away to people in the emergency services dad um did you ever first of all have you ever seen a penguin up close well can i just say paul that Mm. there was you know how you said penguins are tiny yeah well there was a massive penguin standing next to tegan on the stage that was a big one wasn't it yeah that was misty yeah imagine if all penguins were that big (laughs) imagine the food the, the the imagine the um the strain they'd put on the ecosystems. I mean, even just one penguin, you know, that's about five feet tall is like the Godzilla of penguins. Mm. I think it would be worshipped as a god. But this, uh, yeah, this big penguin called Misty came up and kind of interacted with Tegan. If you want to go and watch 
and see what Tegan's like on the TV, by the way. You can go to the project on Instagram and have a look at the whip from, I think, uh, last Friday? Hmm. Now, let, let's let's just let everyone know that this is definitely not a paid ad. It's no, just no, chatting. No. Like, this it's just kind of... Yeah, yeah th- this is literally... We were up there and, you know, this is an amazing organization and the conservation work they do is incredible. And, you know, I think... I think penguins are really neat and these people were really nice and it's a really great cause. Mm. And giving giving things back to the people who are on the front lines in all these different fields and just going, look, mm. we'd like to thank you for all your hard work during this time and hook you guys up with some free tickets. I think it's just super nice. Mm. So, yeah. Paul, it's not, this is, yeah. yeah. But listen, mate, <clears throat> you know, if I can just be slightly contrarian here and that is that I mean, we all defy the term frontline troops as, you know, medical, um, police, fireys. But yeah. can I just say this to you, mate? Um, there's a group of people that operate every day, 365 days a year. Uh-huh. They do an incredible job, and it's a thankless job, but it's such an important job. I would say that it's one of the most important jobs in society. Can you hazard a guess as to what that job might be? That's a good question. Um... If, if we didn't have these people working day and night, society as we know it, within a very short period of time, mm. would collapse with I'm... disease. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's between one of two professions interpretive dancer no that's stupid uh it's not it's not garbage man is it correct brilliant oh yeah okay okay what an amazingly important job and i guess my point being that i have had the benefit for example Uh taronga zoo yeah an amazing fantastic vibrant zoo that's been there for a long time they have a special like a golden ticket for firefighters, mm-hmm. past and present. And you can go to a particular fire station and as long as you sort of make a few inquiries and book in, you can get a, a pass. And, and the zoo is expensive. So that's a benefit. And then we've chatted about the benefits for police with the 50% discount at McDonald's, which is a universal um, sort of thing that McDonald's do. Yeah, But I guess, you know... If I wasn't involved in any of those so-called frontline jobs, but I knew my job was very, very important, like a train driver, a bus driver, Uh a street sweeper, um, would I feel a little bit kind of miffed that what they're in essence saying, and don't get me wrong, I mean, God, I mean, I'm acutely aware of the magnificent and dangerous frontline work, particularly people in hospitals, but, you know, I guess I'm just wondering, putting it out there, whether other people might feel happy that those people are getting that extra benefit. Or... Yeah, look, if I, Dad, if I, heard that, if I heard that people working on the front lines during COVID or firefighters who'd been through the bullshit they went through last year uh, were being offered a free ticket to go see some penguins, I don't think I'd have a moral issue. Um, but there are other professions in the mix. I mean... Mm. I'm you know, just wondering. I'm wondering how these organisations that are going to make a decision to 
to hand out a benefit. I wonder how they actually make these decisions. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a point. I'm, I'm believe you me. I'm not sort of I'm not sort of going either way, and I have been a beneficiary yeah. of these wonderful things. But I you mean, know, I, I just think it's you know, I think um, you know there are so many important, wonderful. I mean, teaching, for example. Oh um, God, yeah, Dad. Seriously, that is a good point. Hmm. There are professions that I would say deserve those kinds of perks. Oh my, like free therapy for teachers, hmm. you know? I mean, what a tough gig, seriously. You, I yeah, mean, imagine you, teaching a class full of people like me or you. You now or you mm, then? Me me then. I was a total rat bag. Yeah, so, I mean... I was so... I was a delinquent. I'd like to think... Well, first of all, Dad, just to wind it back, would you go and see the penguins if you were within spitting distance? Would you head along to see the penguins at Port Ferry? I wouldn't hesitate to see them, but we actually have them here in the harbour. There are places yeah, you can go and actually. Yeah. Can I just? I, I have to talk this up. So basically, they took us oh, to no, the no. end of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we so you're. In... Yeah, but I'm in New we... South Wales. But if I was down there, let's say, visiting you and Tegan like we were a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, we I could drive I, I, up. I, a day trip. Well, it's the island. Also, Phillip Island is where the Hemsworths were um, were raised. And it, is I mean, it actually. It's... Is it an island? Well, yeah, but it's. I mean, it's weird. It's. It's basically just a brick of kind of farmland with some interesting beaches and cliffs around the edges. I'm sure there's a lot more stuff there, but the second you get to the kind of penguin area, it turns into like, I mean, it's, like, it's, inc- it's an incredible place. You go down this pier and the pier is basically, you're like on a kind of um, wooden decking and it's about a foot above uh, the ground and there's all these little kind of hutches everywhere and these hills. And so when the penguins come up the beach, they come up in rafts and a raft is like a couple, like 500 penguins. And they toddle up and they walk literally right past you. You can duck down and they're walking under and around this this plank. And so mm. you can walk along with them and watch mm. them kind of stuff their fat little asses into their cute little penguin houses. They're super uh, cute, aren't they? They're really cute. I, I do think you hit on something interesting. There are professions which I think deserve more kickbacks from businesses publicly. I mean, if you've ever been to a restaurant and seen someone very rude talking to a waiter, in that way that makes my hair bleed, you know, just really condescending garbage. There are people in the service industry who put up with such insane behavior from Mm. entitled people. And I sit Mm. there going, yeah, where's your ticket to see penguins? Mm. Where's your discounted movie tickets? So Mm. if there are any businesses out there uh, run by anyone who's listening that offer perks to people in society who are having a really shitty time, then please hit us up and we'll more than... I mean, I'd love to do kind of like a bulletin board, you know, and just go, hey, uh, here is something you can get that you didn't... I I think teachers was it, Dad. I think that really got me. I Mm. think if you're a teacher, you deserve... First of all, you do have to get paid better. But anyway, yeah, I I mean, you and I both know... uh, We both have teachers in the family, obviously. I mean, Grandma, who probably is listening to this show right now, uh, has been a teacher for many decades and she's actually been on the show and talked about how fond students are of her but you know the things she would have dealt with although i can't ever imagine a student getting one over on uh, on grandma can you no no she's pretty wise yeah um but um also i'd like to touch on seeing it's fun friday loose ends <laughs> yeah um something i'd like to bring to the attention of all our listeners and that is that I had the uh, my first COVID nineteen AstraZeneca vaccination. Good lad. The day before yesterday. Well done. Well now, done. it was 
a smooth operation. Mm-hmm. You know how we all watch these uh, on the news, you get to see the needles going in what appears to be about two inches. Yeah. Uh, and for those that don't know what an inch is, two and a half centimetres. And um, it looks it looks very dramatic. And I was kind of dreading it slightly. Um, they give it to you in... So if I'm left-handed, they gave it to Would, me in my right arm. And you are left-handed. Correct. Yeah. Good point. But if you, but if you were... <laughs> Okay, good point. So I'm left-handed, so if you're right-handed, you'll get it in your left arm. Uh Uh-huh. And I didn't even feel the needle go in. Huh. That was was fantastic. Now, I was sort of waiting because, you know, there's a lot of sort of... um, The mind is very, very powerful. And over time, over hours, I was kind of trying to imagine or feel whether I was feeling any different. Um, but I guess the answer is no. And then the next morning I woke up very early, did my soft sand run halfway through the run. Yeah. I was starting to feel really weird. And I almost said to my colleague, I'm going to walk the rest of the way, which is unheard of. But I pushed through because I wasn't quite sure whether it was related to that particular injection the night before. Uh And then... I started to feel pretty crook. Um, my right arm became very sore, very tender, and my lower back started to hurt. And I basically felt as though um, I had a, a dose of the flu. Interesting. Um, I, I look. In fairness, I actually worked pretty hard yesterday. I picked up two deceased estates by myself and I conveyed one of the estates to auction and for the first time in 30 years as the staff will attest on that day yesterday Uh it was the first time they had ever seen me because it took an hour and a half to book the things in you're not going to believe this Paul I sat down for an hour and a half I sat in a chair not in a chair on a chair I was so fatigued I I can't describe to you how shit house I felt. I felt really, really crook. And then, but I pushed through and I went and had coffee with a mate in the afternoon and I was aware that I was speaking very quickly um, and people were commenting on how sort of hyper, sort of, I was like I was in hyperdrive. Right. And it was a very weird day. That's what I want to say to the people. Christine, who works with medical professionals um, for a very large health organization, quite a few of the doctors and nursing staff have said to her that if you are in good physical condition and you really look after yourself, it's not uncommon to get a fairly intense reaction. Now, I then did some research. Um, I was literally excited and thrilled and couldn't wait to go to bed last night. And right. I slept like a baby, not a baby, a screaming baby that wakes up every hour, um, which we have one of those opposite, which is fucking nightmare. Um, but that aside, I woke up like a sleeping baby. Uh-huh. And um, this morning, I feel 100% fantastic. Hey, that's great. And it's such a wonderful feeling if you've been ill, even though it was over a very short period of time, to wake up and feel alive and just so good and it yeah. truly makes you appreciate 
what good health's all about. And I can say this hand on heart to everyone. In my opinion, if what I had yesterday was a tiny, tiny dose of what it must be like to get COVID-19, then you don't want to get it because, oh my God, what a what a nightmare. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, that's that's my COVID vaccination story. I'm so happy. You, I'm really happy you got it. And I'm happy because I know there's a lot of reticence. I mean, in, in Melbourne, we're about to... I would say we're about to have a lockdown. I would say they're about to lock us down again uh, because we've had a bit of an outburst. I went to um, class last night, walked down to the dojo. About seven people were there. But um, my, my sensei, Natsuko, has basically got this system where during lockdown, she would do classes for, on Zoom. So she'd go, look, you know, classes never stop. I'll just be on Zoom at my home studio and I'll, I'll tailor the classes for you. So we had a phone mounted in the corner of the room, you know, against the wall. And there was just a grid, like a Brady Bunch style grid of uh, other students from the, from the dojo. And we just all had this feeling of, should we be here? So we all trained in masks. There's no lockdown here yet, but I think Melbourne's about to really fall apart a bit uh, and get a bit tense. The early word is five to seven days, potentially. By the time this episode comes out, odds are all the announcements have been made and everything's kind of out in the open. But I mean, I want to go get my vaccination. I really do. And it doesn't help that, for example, the chief medical officer, Paul Kelly, said you can die if you're over 50 and you don't get vaccinated and you catch COVID, right? And then the Daily Telegraph's little preview pane, this is what they said in their preview pane. You can die. Over 50s issued grim COVID jab warning. It's like, I mean, that's literally the opposite meaning. So there's no wonder there's kind of vaccine mm, reticence, that's, right? That's, that's terrible. That's, that's fu- so... It's fucking treasonous. It's terrible. So what I'm saying is uh, there's a lot of misinformation going around here. I don't like that countries like America and Australia and the UK and blah, blah, blah have politicized science. And I think, you know, I'm just so relieved. I didn't have to kind of drag people I know kicking and screaming up to a very logical thing, which is a fucking vaccine. So... I'm really glad you got it. You, when is your part two vaccine? When's the sequel? In 12 weeks to the day. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But look, ultimately, I want to be able to travel. Yeah. And as the listeners who listen to this podcast, as we all know, um, and I've mentioned it before, is that we have been bombarded with this quite depressing sort of news. Yeah. I mean, okay, here's something that I'm putting out to everyone, and I'm not sure whether I've said it before, but I think what I'm about to say is something we all know, but I find what I'm about to say fairly profound, and that is that stories in the news come and go. Headline one day, in the trash the next. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We are talking about an event, a world event, that has been... A headline, front page for the last, well, at least year and a half. Yeah. It has not gone away. No. And I was looking at a few stats this morning. Christine said to me, what's happening in in Thailand, which is where we have a house? And I just started sort of, it's that morbid sort of curiosity where I started looking at some of the big stats all over the world and... Um, you know, we we do live in a bubble in Australia. You know, life basically, aside from travel, you know, is is pretty good. And my business or businesses with the picture hanging in the antiques have um, really picked up. And yeah, it's great up here. But I am aware um, of Anne in um, in Berlin. Yeah, of course. And Mark in Thailand, mm. uh, where they're experiencing, you know, different things. Um, to, to what we are in this country. So, and, I, and when I talk about um, how good things are here, relatively speaking, I'm also mindful of all our listeners all over the world because they're all experiencing different things. And we tend to, you know, focus on our own situations. I mean, I, th- I think I'm, I'm a pretty firm believer in being aware of what's happening in the world, but also, you know, getting on with my own life and, and also you know, not sort of flagellating and sort of bemoaning all the all the sadness and, and shitty things. I mean, we, we all know that, that shit happens overseas and I, th- I think it's very, very, you know, Im- important to be aware. I mean, that situation um, where they, you know, the, the fighter plane came in and that plane was taken down and then they got that guy, that activist oh, off the in, plane. Oh, in, in Belarus, yeah, with the... Mm. Gen- I, I, yeah. You know, I just think that that's so... I, I, you know, just when you think you've seen something in this world that sort of defies all, 
rash rationality mm. in terms of sheer just something so terrible and then all of a sudden something like that happens which is so and just shows you that some of these despots around the world they actually they actually don't care they are a rule unto themselves and you know i guess so in terms of the news i think it's important to be aware but uh you know, just kind of give yourself some be very yeah, give very yourself happy some too. space. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, keep find things to enjoy, find things to cheer yourself up, you know. Um like <laughs> there's an Australian band called Jet. Not a big fan of Jet, but if you ever want to cheer yourself up, look up the uh review that Pitchfork did back in two thousand six for Jet's album Shine On. Now, Pitchfork are notoriously snobby and critical, Dad. And the first thing you see when you go to a review on a Pitchfork album review is a big black circle, and inside is a number, and it's always a something point something. So you can get like an 8.5, a 6.2, whatever. And it's very rare to get a perfect score, but it does happen occasionally, right? Mm -hmm. And their review for this album by Jet, who were kind of a widely mocked Australian band who thought they were the Beatles... Uh, is 0.0, and I was curious as to what the content of the review was, and the review is a blank page, except for an embedded YouTube video of a monkey peeing in its own mouth. That's sad. (laughs) And, look, I was having a really bad morning. I was having a stressed-out morning. Tegan and I are going, all right, we're going to be in fucking lockdown for another five to seven days, maybe more. And then I just, uh, someone sent me this review and said, look, I know this is an old review, but I know how much you hate this band and I thought you'd like this review. And I opened it up and just, oh, thank God. And I keep getting messages from people saying that we are that monkey, that, uh, mm. that we provide some degree of comical pee in the mouth, so to speak, mm. where mm. we just, and that's really nice. I mean, I like, I like that we are part of the DNA of people's kind of lives in an odd way. Mm. Mm. Uh, and, and we do get all kinds of correspondence. Um, now it's best to send questions to us, uh, to the Facebook page, but dad, occasionally you get messages on Instagram, which defy description. Could you please read, don't read the name of the message, but can you read the message that you received from an anonymous source on your Instagram feed and sent me without commentary at about 10.30 PM last night? Last night, you know how they come up and there's like a request? Yeah. So I opened the request. And you don't see... The whole message at that point, do you? No, I mean, it's like it's like reaching into a hole. It could be anything. Mm. In there. Yeah. This came through last night at yeah. seven thirty-eight p.m. All right. Um, it says, John, you have no photos of yourself. My male friends and I fantasize over how you look and whether you have a hot body, which I thought was kind of nice in a well, in a funny way. But any, I mean, yeah. any any a compliment's a compliment, right? Yeah. Um, can I tell you the handle for that particular person? Uh, no. Not? No. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so that was interesting, getting that. Um, what? Hang on. What did the rest of it say? No, that's it. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I mean, that's that's enough. I mean, that's I get the message. And there's a well, little kind of sweating emoji. That's uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the question is, Dad, do you want to answer the question? Uh, what is the question? Do you have a hot body? Well, that's a given. Uh, okay. Um so listen Paul. Yeah. Also another thing I'd like to just momentarily touch on. Please. That something happened to me this morning. Well, I know what that person wants to touch on, but yes, please carry on. Mm. Um Have you ever sat in a coffee shop oh, many times. by yourself uh, yeah. and heard a particular
particularly fascinating conversation taking place at the next table. Particularly, yes. Particularly. Uh, I have. Particularly. I've mm. been at uh, coffee shops and... Particularly. Are you going to tell the story of the thing that happened to us in the hills? No, I'm not. Okay, because that is a very um, similar anecdote. But yes, okay, so mm. what, what did you hear that was particularly interesting? Particularly. So... Particularly. <clears throat> I'm sitting in this coffee shop this morning. Yeah, yeah. Just up the road from us. Yep. There was a well-dressed gentleman sitting next to me. Was he frantically but... messaging someone on Instagram and making kind of weird looks? Or uh, no, no. Describe no. the describe the gentleman. If you... No, he was in his forties. He was English, extremely uh, well spoken. Yeah. He had that sort of plum in his mouth. Sort of. Um, that's that's an expression I would I mean, use. You can't be well spoken if you have a plum in your mouth. You won't be able to. Oh, oh, well. But um, he he was, you know, he was whatever. So, but that's not the story. The story is that a second gentleman joined him mm-hmm. of a similar age. They were now they're, they're both English. Yep. Um, you know, they were both, in my opinion, listening to the syntax, their syntax, um, the way they spoke. I would say that they were both. Ex- Extremely well-educated. So, so far, nothing very exciting. But what piqued my interest was that they hadn't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. They had both separated from their wives. Oh. They both had children. Mm Mm-hmm. Children were in their teens, and this is what you are learning early. from. So you're listening into their conversation, and this is what you've gleaned so far. Yeah. So far, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I was pretending to read the Bangkok Post is a magnificent newspaper. Now, just to be I clear, you, 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 had, you had a copy of the Bangkok Post on you? On the phone. Okay. It's an, it's an app. Right. So I've got the ABC, BBC, yeah. Bangkok Post. They're the three news apps that I use. Mm-hmm. And I was just pretending. And and, and, and there, are there, is there a moral sort of question here? Dad, it sounds like you were surveilling them uh, for some purpose, but you were just sticky-beaking is what you were doing. I was right? listening into their conversation. And right. And I'd just like to put it out there to all the, the listeners and to you, Paul, that I found the conversation yeah. extremely disheartening. Why? One of the guys said that he described his relationship, his marriage, not as a marriage, but as a partnership, but in a bad way. Oh, it was really upsetting. Okay. And I just listened to the way these two guys, the way they were so calculating and cold about the topic. They were so clinical about how their children, like they would acknowledge that the children to each other, it was terrible for the children, like it had a terrible impact on them, mm. but they were so clinical in their dissection of the topic. And it kind of really freaked me out. I found it very disturbing that people can be so... I don't like to use the word clinical again, but the way they were talking about these very, very, um, you know, really important subjects. Yeah. And I hadn't ever heard two men talk about 
their own situations that were on the surface identical. It was a shared experience. Mm. But the way they were talking about the impact, it, it almost sounded like... It, it To me, it was... Oh, look, it's so terrible to say this, but it sounded almost like a class thing where certain classes... And then, of course, it got me thinking. And, and I've been thinking about it ever since. That Listening to their conversation for about 15 minutes, I found it disturbing, yet kind of a little bit exciting listening to it. Can I ask, like, like what... what um, how you felt listening in to two people talk about their relationships aside what what is the what's the point of this where where did where is this going what is the like why uh, yeah well i just found it really kind of i found their their situations to be not like mine did they reveal anything juicy that would make this story pop um, no. So what you've told me over the last, I would say, seven Paul. minutes is that you listen to two well-spoken men talk about their marriages and then yeah, nothing but, happened. No, but Paul, that's that's the fact that I'm talking about it to you and the listeners means that it had an effect on me. So when I left the cafe yeah. and walked home, I felt mm-hmm. grateful and liberated okay. to be, you know, who I am. And, and, I, and I think most people are not like these two guys. There's a broad sweeping statement to make, but I don't um, really know what they're like because you don't know them because you didn't tell us anything. No, but I just, you know, isn't it? Look, it's just surreal. But I think it's a, it's it's worthy. It's it's notable. I I, um, I don't think it is. But God, I love that you thought it was. <laughs> oh God, Paul. No, but you you, you understand what I'm saying. I mean, it's kind of a little bit. No, no, no. It's sad to think that I'm. I just found it depressing that there uh, are men. Yeah, and and probably women as well, sure. that look upon these important things in life with such kind of stark, almost sort of... It's as though it was a laboratory experiment. Yeah. And they were looking at it from above, and it was devoid of all emotion. Okay, one and of I two, just, it yeah, really freaked me out. One of two things is happening here. Either you were listening to uh, robots pretending to be human, and you've actually just kind of... You know, and you've you've clocked onto them while they're in deep cover. Or, in terms of the classroom metaphor, you said you're a bit of a rat bag before. This is like when you forget to do an assignment and you just get up and sort of riff. You know, when you're just making it up on the spot. Mm, but you know, this you're is like not making. I'm not making it up though. This it is- does feel like you're delivering a class report based on something you saw in the morning because this doesn't really. Have, there's no really. This isn't really. Doesn't really go anywhere. We occasionally no, get people. We the thing is, we you occasionally tell me stories from the police uh, annals, and and the story just sort of stops. And I say, well, how did it end? And you're like, well, that's it. Because in real life, sometimes there isn't an ending. It's not scripted. Sometimes things just stuff happens, and you see it, and you talk about it. Hmm. Um. So I think that's kind of happened here, and that's okay. But I'm still not convinced that these people weren't the people who sent you that message on Instagram. And the reason we didn't provide the handle is because, you know what? Dad's pretty attractive. And a lot of people find him attractive. And God bless you for having the guts to ask him what he looks like underneath those distressed Balinese t-shirts. Anyway, Dad, that's all the time we have for this week's episode of Loose Ends. Next week, on Tuesday, we're going to be talking about Roger Rogerson. So, I'm sure me saying those words has tripped some sort of algorithm on Google. There's some floodlight flumping on and off 
in some dark room over in Sydney at Police HQ or something. I know for a fact this is going to kind of flag some people, but we're really excited about the episode. We can't wait for the weekend. We hope by now everyone in Victoria is doing okay with whatever kind of lockdown or restrictions or not have been announced. And uh, yeah, what a, what, a, what a fun, strange morning that I got to spend with you, Dad. Um, thank you for chatting, and I guess, I guess we'll see you after the weekend. Bye, everyone. Looking forward to it. And um, Paul, I loved, I loved this, this morning's chat. It's a little bit like a, a fireside chat. Remember, uh, you won't remember this, but just for the listeners, you know, just for information, that is that during the 1940s, um, during, during the, the war in America, like the World War II, um, families would gather around every night around the radio and they would hear the president speak and it was called a fireside chat, uh-huh. whether you had a fire or not. But isn't that interesting? And I kind of feel that perhaps that's in some way what we do when we talk because that was the purpose of, you know, loose ends was to sort of just chat about stuff which we've done. <laughs> oh, so I wrap the show up and you keep talking for, th- for a few minutes about, oh. the, the, about the very nature of how to have a chat. God, <laughs> love you, Dad. Oh, right. Great right. chatting. Yeah, well, if you, if you happen to listen in to anyone else's inane conversations over the uh, coming seven days, please be sure to let us know next week. Uh, we miss you all terribly and we'll see you next time for more Loose Units. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.